Alright, wall fans. Welcome to Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. This is episode 7. That's right, lucky number 7. Um, there's, there's actually the 8th episode. If you've been listening for a while, you know we had an episode 0. Didn't want to put a real episode number on it because we were kind of warming things up. But this is going to be lucky number 7, so hopefully... We have some luck. I don't know if we need luck. I don't even know why I'm saying that. Anyway, let's go tell it to the wall podcast. Episode 7, we're going to kick things off. As usual, I am the not-so-one-and-only Sean O'Rourke. I like to think of myself as the one-and-only Sean O'Rourke, but we all know there's a bunch of us out there. No, no, nobody is exactly like I am, uh, but if you do a little Google search, you, you might find a lot of other Sean O'Rourkes. Um, it, they're just out there. They're out there. I think I've told a story recently of, of running into one, um, so... I am the one and only Sean O'Rourke, uh, but we all know if, if, you, if you're going to Google it, maybe Google with Go Tell It to the Wall podcast and, and you'll get to the right Sean O'Rourke. So kicking things off, like I said, episode seven, uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to today. I know, you know, I realized as I was listening to the last couple episodes, we haven't talked a lot of sports ball. So there's going to be a little bit of sports ball today, but as per usual, uh, it's not going to be focused on like stats and stuff. So, so prepare yourselves, those of you out there, um, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about it. Uh, and we've got a lot of other fun stuff to discuss today and hopefully a little less ranting. If you listened to the last episode, episode six, you've noticed there was a little bit of ranting and railing. Um, sometimes it happens. Sometimes I get a little fired up. That is one of the few times where I let an F-bomb go, so I apologize that that did happen. I, I, I try not to do it, hopefully, you know, for the most part. I don't think there's any kids listening to this, um, but, you know, don't use those words in around kids and stuff. I try not to. Obviously, I got my start as a kid's entertainer, so I, I try to keep it out of my head. But at the same time, uh, I go to Burning Man every year, jump on a phone and, and do a little bit of cursing and ranting and railing. Uh, so it does come out, and I apologize. Uh, most of you probably don't care, but I'm going to apologize anyway. Um, so let's get into it. A um, couple of things, just kind of housekeeping wise. I know I mentioned last week uh, we're working on a Twitter. We're working on a Twitter account for Go Tell It to the Wall. Um, if, if you're interested, in the meantime, you can follow my personal Twitter. Again, it's at Magic Muppet. Um, if you go on there, you'll, you'll see my own personal logo created by the one and only Mary Doodles. Uh, extremely talented. Uh, but we are going to get a Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, podcast Twitter going. Uh, so for those of you that are in need of more useless information, um, definitely check that out, follow. And I'll, I'll go ahead and post it on the, the Facebook page uh, so that all of you can find it. Um, and we'll, we'll, I'll probably mention it like 18 more times over the next few episodes. Uh, so don't worry, don't worry, you, you'll be able to find it. Uh, same thing with YouTube. It's it's just been crazy. As, as all of you listeners out there know, I have a newborn at home. It's still been crazy. I'm doing this in between dirty diapers and burpings and everything else. Luckily, my wife is an absolute rock star, so she gives me time to do things like this, knowing that it's important and we need to keep the fan base going and everything else. Uh, uh, and we're, we're building. We're building. It's still getting there. Uh, we'll get into a little bit more of that later, kind of uh, what, what, what we're building off of and, and what we've gotten to and, and everything else. Um, so... Again, Twitter, YouTube, they are coming. Another thing that, that you may have seen if you're on the Facebook page is we now Go Tell It to the Wall has, has a page. It's called it's called Patreon. Patreon, and forgive me, I don't know the exact pronunciation. We're going to call it Patreon because I think it's like patrons. And it's essentially just a, a revenue source for the podcast. Obviously, podcasts are free. I don't expect anyone to be paying for podcasts. Anyone, anyone with, a, with a microphone and a computer can create a podcast. 
I know that. I'm not expecting to make a bunch of money. Most people don't make a bunch of money. Even the, even the really famous people that are doing podcasts are not making a bunch of money off their podcast. It is a branding opportunity. For me personally, I use it as branding for for myself and then obviously for the YouTube page that we are we will be launching very very soon um, and then parlaying that into to live events those of you that know me personally know that's kind of my bread and butter and what I really enjoy doing is is, is live hosting uh, so this is all branding for that but that being said if you're interested in supporting the show financially um, again don't feel any need to there, there is this page out there. It's a Patreon page. We're, st I'm still working on it. I, I have people behind the scenes also kind of getting it finessed and looking a little better. Uh, but it's out there. If you're on the Facebook page, there's a link there. Um, I'll go ahead and throw out the URL probably in the next episode once we've kind of beefed it up and made it look a little better instead of just the bare bones page that uh, that Patreon gives you when you when you sign up for it. So check it out if you're interested. Support if, if you know if you're not, don't support. But but keep listening. Because, you know, we're going to have interesting, fun stuff. We've got some guests coming in. I know I've teased a couple crossovers. Uh, I hope you all have checked out Peas in a Podcast, uh, one of my other favorite podcasts that's that's going on. Uh, you'll find it very entertaining. We're going to have some crossover with them, hopefully in the next couple weeks here, uh, once schedules kind of align and everything else. Because, you know, everyone's schedule is crazy. Mine's extra crazy with the newborn and everything else and, and trying to, to, to launch things, get things off the ground. So it, it, I know it's the same kind of for everyone else, especially peas in a podcast, uh, who not only have their podcast, but they have a lot of other stuff going on too. Uh, I've mentioned Mary Doodles and Give Me Motion. Check them out as well. They are the duo that does make up peas in a podcast. Um, so check it out. Again, Patreon page, come. It, it's there. If you click on the link, you'll see some stuff, but we're going to beef it up uh, and, and feel free to promote it. Like I've always said, it, tell your friends. If you enjoy the podcast, tell your friends. I know it's not for everybody. It's just simply not. Um, it's it's me ranting and, and raving and, and talking to a microphone. There's a little GoPro in the corner, which I've done, again, never do anything with these videos. I don't I don't even know why I do it. Uh, but, but there will be a YouTube page where we actually do have videos at some point. It's probably not just going to be me uh, talking to a microphone, staring at a wall uh, with, a, with a cat running around and a newborn crying in the corner. <laughs> She's actually really, really good about the crying, but... Um, but it does happen at times. And like I said, I got a rock star wife who who handles a lot of that um, as far as the newborn goes. Um, so moving along, another thing I want to mention, I had posted on the Facebook page that we were looking for a logo. For those of you that subscribe really on any platform, you'll see my lovely face and it's just a picture of me. Uh, I've been going back and forth with a good friend of mine who's helping us out. I've mentioned him previously, you know, uh, but he's helping me out with this logo and we're going to... Hopefully have a new logo up there very soon. We might have a couple different ones that, that we're looking at and kind of get some opinion from everybody. For <laughs> Unfortunately, my wife is, is, a, is a producer and, and also a, a bit of a, I don't want to say creative director, but she's a creative producer working um, for an agency, so she, she tends to be very very fickle whenever I show her anything. Um, it's it's kind of why I'm, I, I don't push her to listen to the podcast too quickly because, you know, as much as she's my wife and supports me in every way possible, she is also going to be my harshest critic. Um, so we're getting that up. It's going to happen soon. I know nobody cares about a logo. I do. But, uh, you know, it's just one of those cool little things that we're finally growing and, and moving things along. Um, so keep an eye out for that. <laughs> moving right along. I mentioned the newborn. I got to give some fatherhood updates. You know, there, there's crazy stuff happening. It, it's funny. It, it's it's all very fulfilling and amusing, but it and, and amazing in so many ways. Um, but I think I've mentioned before projectile pooping. It happens. 
it happens. And the other night I got up, uh, I don't want to say quite the middle of the night, it just laid down. And, and I go to go to change Zoe, uh, Zofia, that, that's my daughter, um, put her on the table. And, and for those of you out there that are parents or have had newborns, or even if you've like dealt with newborns, or maybe you're not a parent, uh, you know, don't have your own, but you've dealt with newborns, you know you got to use a lot of caution when it comes to changing uh, changing a newborn baby, really anything. And it, and it's funny because I kept saying to myself, like, thank God we don't have a boy because if you're not aware, when you have a boy, the chances of getting, like, peed on in the face drastically increase. And this is for obvious reasons. Uh, you know, males have a certain part of anatomy that makes it a little easier to, to kind of pee upward and in different directions and everything. So I've been... I, I, grateful for that because I don't get peed on as much as you would think uh, but it does happen and this projectile pooping <laughs> really happens like I said the other night doing everything I could change a diaper and I'm always like okay here's a dirty diaper you get it cleaned up and then you got you got to get the clean one the clean diaper in there like as quick as possible just in case the baby decides they're gonna pee or poop while you're changing them I did everything I could complete due diligence got the new diaper in and then sure enough here comes a little more poop okay all right so let's clean that up and then I had to do it again and this time the diaper didn't quite get there in time so I ended up with poop all up and down my arm now again if you're a parent out there you know this is like it, it, it's really more funny than it is gross you know like if a friend of mine came over and pooped on like obviously not that's not cool maybe you're into that kind of, I don't know I I'm not uh, but when it's your own child you just kind of deal with it and it was very comical and I called my wife in and she really essentially just started laughing at me as I had uh, a poop up and down my arm and this has been a constant thing it's a constant it's a constant thing you, you just you can't control it they can't control it obviously uh, Zoe is is three weeks old. Um, and she just doesn't have any control over it. I, at times, I really do feel like she's doing it on purpose because she thoroughly enjoys uh, peeing on daddy. Uh, but obviously, she's not doing it on purpose. And it just becomes comical. So for those of you out there that have kids, I, I feel your pain. If you're thinking of having a kid, keep in mind, you, you, you got to be careful because stuff happens. Um, and in fact, as we were giving her a bath a couple days before that, my wife brings her into the bathroom where I have prepped her little, you know, that newborn bathtub where you put them in and you bathe them um, and she was all excited she's like oh she just had a dirty diaper so we should be good to go for the bath and right as soon as she says that I look over and sure enough there is liquid dripping off of her arm where she's holding Zoe um, and Zoe had full on just peed on her and it was all over the floor uh, so it was good times it was good times uh, which obviously translates to a lot 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 of diapers I, I had no idea you would go through this many diapers uh, but it's just a just kind of a fact of the matter that that you're gonna go through a lot of diapers. I mean, some like I said, sometimes I'll change, and that that one change entails like three diapers because you change the dirty diaper, put a new one, and then something else, something's going on. You've got to change that one now, and it, it's just it's insanity. Uh, but all of it is just absolutely fulfilling and fantastic. I, I could not be happier. If you have kids out there, I'm sure you know exactly exactly what that feeling is like. Uh, if you're thinking about having kids, I assure you. A lot of those stereotypes are true. When the kid comes out, you're just you're completely amazed, um, and it is the most amazing thing that that really I don't really that I've ever experienced. You know, there, there's two things in my life. One of them being my wedding day, uh, and and the other one being the birth of my daughter Zoe. Um, so I just I had to you know I, I needed y'all to share in my ridiculousness of being peed and pooped on, um, and of course we are approaching Christmas. Christmas is coming. It's December. You know, I, I know I talked a little bit about it on the last episode, 
But I, I, I had to put up some Christmas lights. And for those of you that don't know me, our house is actually in escrow right now. We've sold our house. So this is technically not. So I'm essentially like decorating. We still live here, you know, but I'm essentially decorating a house for someone else. Um, we're still going to obviously have the house past Christmas and everything. So, uh, But my thought was I needed to do this for, for Zoe, for my newborn. She's not going to remember a damn thing about it, but I'll be able to one day look back and say, hey, you had Christmas lights on your first Christmas. Uh, the funny thing about all that is if you're in L.A. or you're watching the news, you're in Southern California, even if you're somewhere else and saw the news, we had some ridiculous wind the other day. I, I want to say it was like Tuesday or Wednesday. It was like, I think it was December, either December 1st or 2nd. Forgive me. I don't remember the exact day. Still exhaustion. So days just kind of meld together uh, when you have a newborn at home. Uh, but we had these high winds, 40 mile an hour gusts. Well, I decided that was the best day to put up the Christmas lights outside. <laughs> Not the best idea. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, I did get through it, barely. Uh, I was getting pelted in the face by, like, leaves and wind and everything else and the trash flowing down the street because, you know, we live in Los Angeles and people are disgusting and filthy and they just leave trash all over the place. We've talked about that previously. Um, but it was good times. It was good times. So just... Maybe, maybe I should have waited, <laughs> and maybe, you know, if any of you out there had the same experience this week, especially in L.A., or I know in other parts of the country, like, you know, you get wind constantly. We we get it here at times. It always seems to be about this time of year. We have this thing called, they're, they're Santa Ana's, and it's a wind pattern that comes through usually like in the summer and the fall, and we always seem to get these kind of crazy, I don't want to say chilly winds, because chilly being like 40 degrees, we're not talking like 20 below like you guys get in the Midwest or in the East Coast, and you know, that's crazy cold. Uh, but it's it's cold relative to what we usually get in Southern California, and stuff just blowing everywhere. Not the best time to put up Christmas lights, but I got through it. The lights are up. The tree's up. We're ready. We're in full Christmas mode, um, and, and this is going to be Zoe's first Christmas. She's not going to remember a damn thing. She's just not, but, you know, we will. It'll always be her first Christmas, um, and there will be lots of photos, which brings me to my next thing with the kids. We were lucky enough the other day— I, we have a good friend. Her name is Courtney Lindbergh. If, if you're ever in need of a photo photographer, look up Courtney Lindbergh Photography. She's a, she's a very close personal friend. And even if she wasn't, I could absolutely 100% vouch for her talent. Uh, she actually did our wedding as well when we got married a couple years ago. Um, and, and everyone has just the best things to say about her. So it's, it's beyond that she's just a friend. She has this incredible talent. And she came over, did a little newborn... Uh, baby shoot for us, which was just fantastic. We'll, I'll, I'll probably share some of these. You know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to exploit my daughter. So you know, I'm, I'm trying not to put like I know I tell stories and stuff that are funny, but I'm trying not to put a bunch of like photos up on the page. But maybe there will be a funny one that we share, so that all of you can you know share in my excitement um, as far as that goes. But like I said, if you need a photographer, wedding, um, you know. Uh, really anything headshots would you know if, if you're an aspiring actor or whatever it might be look up Courtney Lindbergh photography if you can't find it hit me up on the Facebook page uh, and, and I'll give you the info because I cannot I, I can't speak to her talent enough um, and and ever so grateful to know a photographer this talented and and I consider myself a little bit of an I would I consider myself an amateur photographer I you know I've done some paid work so but I wouldn't consider myself a professional photographer and then I see photos like like Courtney's and I'm like oh wow yeah I, I'm simply not not up to snuff uh, despite the fact that I took a couple years of photography classes in film school uh, of course that industry morphed in, in such an extreme way I had to learn how to to develop negatives and how to load 
load camera car, uh, film cartridges in the dark, in a dark room, or in the dark bags. Um, and that's kind of, we yeah, don't really do that anymore in the digital age. Um, you know, so, but it is funny when I see someone with that much talent. Um, you know, I think, and, you know, I, I have a little bit of talent. It's there, but I see that and it's like, oh, that's what real talent is uh, as far as like photography, art, whatever it might be, music. I, I don't have talent like that. My talent is sitting here on a microphone or, or standing in front of a crowd and making a fool of myself, not even in an acting way. I, I can't act to save my life. Um, but it, but it's just amazing, the talent of, of, of people. And, and just recognizing that, um, you know, as you go through life and being able to kind of pursue your passions, which is really what I'm doing here But by, by sitting in front of a mic. Like I said, the podcast, it, this isn't... This isn't a full-time job. This is this is fun, but it's me pursuing my passion and and getting the brand of Go Tell It to the Wall out there and kind of my own personal brand. Uh, and we're gonna continue doing it. It's it's not going anywhere, even if you guys stop listening. But again, you you know you want to listen. You know you need all this useless information because a lot of it's useless. Some of it's useful. Some, uh, maybe maybe all of it's useful. I, you know who knows? I I'm not gonna get into how useful stuff is, but we will get into some other things like social media. And there's a couple things that I noticed as I've been looking through social media. Now, the first one being this thing on Twitter. It's it's hashtag gray sweatpants challenge. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I was so confused because I was on, on the Twitter like last week, whenever it was, and this was trending. I'm like, what the gray sweatpants? What, what the hell is that? And I go do a little research. And oh boy, I should not have done some research. Apparently what this is, is pe- they're trying to get guys to post photos of themselves in gray sweatpants. And there's usually like some extra stuff showing in those sweatpants. If you can understand what I'm saying. You know, like it's kind of ridiculous. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of like, it, it, it amazes me because like, and do, I'm not going to get into like sexism or anything like that, but if... People would get on if there was like yoga pants challenge and and it was like oh take photos of women and and their private parts showing in yoga pants there would be an uproar, but because it's men and gray sweatpants this is just like a normal thing and it's trending on Twitter it's friggin trending on Twitter. If you're one of those people out there that's looking this up or participating, just stop, just stop. Find something better to do with your time. Now I realize I'm very hypocritical. Because I don't have anything better to do with my time to sit here in front of a microphone and rant and rave about things to you guys. Uh, but st- really, gray sweatpants challenge. There's a better use of your time. There's really a better use of your time. This is ridiculous. We, I don't, I don't want to jump on social media and have to see a bunch of guys in gray sweatpants and bulges sticking out. Like it's just, and and don't get me wrong, I'm not a prude. I go to freaking Burning Man every year. There is a lot of 65 year old private parts walking around on the playa, and I'm totally fine with it. But it's not ridiculous like this gray sweatpants challenge. Just stop. Just 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 take it elsewhere. You know, just stop. Um, and that being said, the mannequin challenge. Really? Mannequin challenge. Like, it was funny for a second. Literally, like, a second it was funny. And now everybody's doing it. And I'm seeing some of these that have, like, film quality... I don't want to say cinematography. Like, film quality production value. And it's like, what? do you have nothing better to do? Again, I'm sitting here in front of a microphone and, and ranting and raving to you, so obviously I don't have anything better to do, but just stop with the mannequin challenge. Here's the thing. You know, these these things are funny like once or twice, and then everybody feels the need to do it. You know? It, be original. Come up with an, your own idea 
and and do something with that instead of oh mannequin challenge oh grace webman's challenge oh ice bucket challenge and i realized ice bucket challenge i'm not going to get into semantics on that i realized it was for charity and blah 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 which is great i i fully appreciate that but we all everyone grasps onto like one thing and then everyone has to do it and it's ridiculous be original be original i mean can you imagine if all artists out there just you know everybody just painted the mo- their own version of the mona lisa like oh here's the mona lisa here's another mona lisa here's another mona lisa here's another mona lisa that's essentially what's happening with this mannequin challenge it's the same thing oh it's a bunch of people just standing around that's what it is oh they're standing around a museum oh they're standing around a park oh they're standing around a gym it's the same like honest to god who cares like that's enough it was funny once or twice but stop just stop we're done with the mannequin challenge can we please kill it just be done with it and the gray sweatpants thing shouldn't even have been happening like let's let's just be real here. That that's ridiculous. It's so stupid. I, I I just I can't even I can't even express how ridiculous I think that is. You know, mannequin challenge at least it was funny once or twice. The grace what that shouldn't even have happened. Uh, but let's just stop both of them. Come up with a new idea. Come up with a new idea. Create something. Create some music. Create something. Not just a bunch of people standing around. Cause cause you're all better than that. You know, we as a society are better than that original ideas we need it we need some of them uh so let's move past that stuff because it's just my social media is flooded with mannequin challenges and political stuff and it's like okay i'm I'm really over this stuff like you know let's stop i get it people are angry i get it people want to make funny videos of them standing still but you can only take so much of it you know that's enough which brings oh my gosh i can't i didn't even note this but the other one, and I think it's is it's I think it's Snapchat. I'd have I think my wife mentioned it was Snapchat. These freaking animal faces and gigantic eyes, terrifying, terrifying. Uh, so please, 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 I you know I I don't want to tell anyone what to do, but just be careful on social media. I straight up had to put my phone down and walk away the other day because it was creepy. It was creepy. I didn't know what the hell was happening. All this technology these days, and we're putting weird cartoon faces on each other and posting it on social media. Um, so that's enough. I don't, you know, Snapchat. And I, what I don't get is Snapchat is to send to each other, but people are like screenshotting it, I guess, or taking video and then throwing it up on L. You know, I, I'm not on Snapchat for a reason, and I'm sure a lot of people that aren't on Snapchat don't don't really care to be. But it's now flooding into other social platforms, and it's freaking creepy. It's creepy. I don't need to see big eyes. It, it's like something out of a Stephen King movie. Uh, really, that's all I see when I see these things. Um, so, you know, do what you're going to do. I, hate, I I don't want to tell anyone what to do, but just calm it down. Calm it down. No gray sweatpants. No mannequins. And definitely no creepy eyes and weird animal faces that are just straight up, like, look like someone's possessed. It's 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 freaky. It's freaky. So, so please, and and maybe someone can give me some insight onto why this is as to why this is cool, because because I that I I don't get like it's not funny, you know. It's like that like that stupid app years ago when when apps first became a thing and it was like that talking cat, and it's like okay this is funny for about two seconds and then they made like a talking dog and they made this all this other stuff you know and it's like that's enough, we get it. Be original, find something new, and it's 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 so cheesy and cheap, you know. I I don't get it. And maybe that's just me. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it doesn't creep other people out. But I'll be honest, it creeps me out. It's, it's creepier than the clowns. I found the clowns amusing. The creepy clowns were amusing. This creepy is just creepy. Like I said, put the phone. I put the phone down and walked away. And I had I was like, I need to, I need to step away for a minute. Um, so, so you know, do you. I, I don't care. But really, just 
just think about it when you're doing these things. You know, don't be like everyone else. Don't do the same thing as everyone else. That's kind of ridiculous. Um, which brings me to my next point. I was, I was driving around Pasadena the other day, and I'm at a stoplight. And I've seen these before. There's a couple guys. One of them was walking a dog. And they're, and they're very, very much like millennial hipstered out, you know. And I get it. Everyone has their own style. Like, far be it for me to to criticize anyone's style. Um, and I don't even really mean this in a, as a criticism, but I'm, I'm, I'm really confused by the, the long, like, I guess, t-shirts that they go, like, like well down, well, I don't want to say well, but, like, below a guy's ass. And then I'm noticing, like, it, it's almost, like, tapered in the middle, so, like, on the sides, it's tapered, and it's just, like, down in the front, it hangs really low, and in the back, really low. And maybe someone out there that's listening, like, is this a functional thing or is this just a style thing? And either way, what the hell? What's the function? You trying to cover your ass? I mean, they're wearing pants. It's not like they're wearing, like, a dress or anything. Um, But I I just don't get it. Maybe someone out there can shed some light on this. I'm sure it's just a style thing. But I I remember being a teenager and just, you know, styles change and everything. And you always hear, like, oh, your parents, you know, this is, your parents think that style's weird or whatever it is. That This generation thinks that generation's weird. I really never thought I would be one of those people. But I look at, like, kids these days and I'm like, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? Now, again, we're, you know, I'm not going to tell anyone what to wear. I'm a, I'm a damn burner. We all wear weird things, you know. If, if you look through my my Burning Man wardrobe, you probably laugh. You know, unless you're a burner, you'd be like, oh, yeah, it looks like mine too. Uh, but, you know, I, far be it for me to criticize anybody, but I just don't get it. Like, is, is there a function here? Like, what is happening? Uh, and it seems like everyone just kind of grasps. Again, it's like the like the challenges and all this stuff. Everyone just grasps, oh, my gosh, we got, got to wear that style, uh, which is weird to me because a lot of my friends and me personally, we've, like, had the same style since we were teenagers. But you see kids these days and their style, like, changes constantly. I've worn the same thing, like, since I was a teenager. You know, vans or skate shoes, jeans and a T-shirt. Maybe a button-up shirt, you know, if I got to dress it up a little, then, then I'm going to throw a button-up shirt on. Uh, the only real difference is my jeans were a little baggier when I was younger. Um, that was more just a, a function of, of comfort, whereas now it's like you can't be my age and wearing weird baggy jeans. Um, I mean, you can, but it just looks weird, you know. In L.A. and in, in the professional world here, especially in L.A., and I know it's very different on the East Coast, jeans are, are kind of professional wear, but, you, you know, you can't pull off the baggy jeans. You don't need skinny jeans. You know, that's out of hand. I mean, more power to you if, if you got the body to wear some some skinny jeans. Uh, personally, I can't. Uh, but you can't do like the baggy side when you're in the professional world. You just you just can't. Um, and maybe that's why it's weird to me, just because I've always kind of had the same the same style. You know, and gr- granted, things change. Um, you know, I I'm I'm not completely ignorant to men's style. We all stopped wearing three button jacket uh, suit jackets like in the '90s. That that was that, and, and now it's, and that that that's just kind of a function of like, okay, this is the norm. You know, you look at kind of suits over the decades, and and those things kind of change slightly. It doesn't mean you need to go out and change it right away, uh, but I do I do get that. It's just you know, it it seems like, and who's doing this? I mean, I guess it's like stars and stuff that are everyone gets their their style from from. I don't know, famous people or from other friends. Someone's starting this. Uh, but specifically, the the weird low-hanging shirts. Can somebody just let me know what the hell's going on? I, you know, and maybe, maybe there's a function. And do your thing. Like I said, be you. Uh, I just don't get it. I don't get it. You know, and these two guys walking across the street, they've got these shirts, like, hanging down uh, down past their ass and, 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 and tapered in the middle. 
you know, it's it like loops up in the middle and like it's not low on the sides. It's just in the front and back and it's very strange looking and I just don't get it. And it hangs out like well beyond I, both these guys were wearing like hooded sweatshirts and it hangs down like well below the hooded sweatshirt. Which is always weird to me. Like, a little bit of a hang down. I, that was one of the things, even as a teenager, I was like, oh, you can't have your shirt hanging down like crazy here. And apparently that's that's part of the style now. Um, so, you know, if you're out there listening and, and you can shed some light on this for me, I, I'd be interested. Like like I said, I'm not trying to hate on anyone's style. Be you. Do you. Um, I just don't get it. It's weird to me. It's a lot of ranting. I, I what happened here? I think it's the lack of sleep and the ranting. Um, maybe the fact that I've I've gotten a little further through my 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 show beer as you uh, than usual. I usually have a couple sips. I got like halfway through before recording. Um, it's been a long day. Uh, and on that note, drinking a little Goose Island IPA this week. I know I said last episode maybe I'll shout out some beers. Um, you know, if you're not an IPA person, you're not gonna like it. Personally, I've been really on this this Goose Island kick. Uh, they're I, I like the small breweries. I think I think last episode was Stone. I, I, I like these these microbreweries, and especially I'm from San Diego, and there's like a ridiculous amount of microbreweries in San Diego. I watched Stone blossom from like nothing, you know, where my father would bring home uh, just blank bottles of Stone because he was he was doing some he was repping one of the owners of Stone at the time, uh, and then just built up into this huge like national brand, and everyone knows what Stone is. We have a tasting room in Pasadena. That I like to try to get out to once in a while, but it's all fantastic because it's very tasty beer. Uh, they become competitive, and and you know you, you end up paying a little more than like a Bud Light or Miller Light or I don't know what are those other Corona with the cheap beer, but well worth it. Uh, so this week some Goose Island IPA. Uh, they're out of Chicago, I believe, somewhere in Illinois. I don't. Why am I even looking at the bottom? No, they, I think they're from Chicago. Uh, they are a small small brewery. They're around. You can probably find Goose Island in in whatever town you're in. Uh, I highly recommend it. They have some different ones. The IPA, if you don't like hoppy stuff, you're not going to like this. But check out Goose Island as I take a sip of my Goose Island IPA. So anyway, we're going to move right along. Sorry for all the ranting. There's going to be some more ranting. I'm sorry. It's it's just going to happen. I want to talk a little bit about some current news. Uh, you've probably seen over the past few days, there was a very, very large warehouse fire uh, up in the Oakland area. Um... <laughs> And, you know, I've kind of been following this, and if, at first, and, and please don't hold anything against me, you know, I saw a warehouse fire, and there were, like, people died, and my first thought was, like, it was squat, like homeless squatters, uh, which is still very sad. Um, you know, extremely regardless of anyone losing their it's extremely sad. But then as I read on it a little more, I realized, like, no, this was kind of a converted artist loft um, where people were living illegally. No smoke detectors and just no fire exits, no sprinklers, no anything. Um, and I realize this happens. There's places like that around LA that probably aren't legal. There's plenty of that are legal. Uh, you know, I have some friends that live at the brewery here in LA. <laughs> They're very safe. It's very legal. Everything is, is zoned for residential living. Uh, this building certainly was not. They, you know, the city had investigated it quite a few times and, and they were told like no one's living there and, and everything else. Um, but more importantly, they were having this big like warehouse party. If, if, if you're into that kind of thing, most I think most of us who are of a certain age have gone through that, like going to warehouse parties and stuff. If you're a burner and, and you're kind of into that scene, you're definitely going to a lot of warehouse parties. Like, I've been there. But here's the thing. So a bunch of people go to this electronic music party at this warehouse. Um, and I just implore everyone out there to be safe. 
you know, because I've gone to a lot of parties. But whenever I go somewhere like that, especially because this has happened in the past, where there's been fires at concerts and stuff, and people end up getting hurt or losing their lives because it's not equipped uh, for crowds or it's not equipped with fire exits. And I just, you know, I, I feel terrible for everyone involved. But we just need to use a little more common sense. If you go to a party or something like that, look around. Look around. If, you know, if, if, if from what I'm hearing, at this warehouse party, if you went in there and looked around, you would realize that you're basically in a tinderbox. There's probably a bunch of people smoking cigarettes and, and smoking other things, I'm sure, not being careful. And all it takes is one little spark for that whole place to go up. And from everything I keep reading on these stories, again, this is all news stories. It's so hard to even trust the news nowadays just because there's so much stuff out there. Um, but it just it went up just like nothing, like a, like a box of matches, and, and nobody could get out. They just simply couldn't get out. Um, and, it, you know, just use common sense, everyone out there. Uh, please, just, just use some common sense. It's important. You don't want to end up losing your life uh, just over, over a, a warehouse party. So be smart. You know, if you're one of those people that goes to those parties, let, let's all learn from this. Uh, when you get there, look around and, and make sure there's a way out. Make sure maybe there's some sprinklers or something because sometimes it's just not safe. It's just not safe. Um, but again, my thoughts are with all of the people that were involved in that. You know, unfortunately, a lot of people did lose their lives. I'm sure a lot of people got hurt. And I'm sure a lot of people are traumatized. Uh, even if they did survive from going through that. And, and there's a lot of news about it running around the burner community because it's kind of, I, I it, it sounds from what I hear, like there was kind of a lot of burner artists that may have been spending time there, whether living there or just doing their art there, whatever it might have been. Um, but just be careful. Just be smart. Use some common sense. Be aware of, of what you're doing, where you're going. Um, personally, it's, that's something I do anyway, whenever I go somewhere, you know. Um, and, and that could be my, my obsessive and compulsive disorder, but it could also just be common sense. I'm not sure, but, uh, but I urge all of you to just, just be careful out there. You know, don't go to parties and Tinder boxes, um, and just be safe, be safe. Uh, so another current news thing that really got me the other day, if, if you live, really it was probably national news, but L, they had a bunch of protesters out at LAX. Um, the other day, these are workers protesting because they they want the minimum wage increase. I didn't look at all the details, and like I've said on this show in the past, I I fully support protesting. This country is built on protesting, as you should, and and I I applaud them for doing this. It's their right; they should be doing it. They're fighting for something they need, but it really got me thinking, because it, as great as it is, you know, we 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 hear a lot about the minimum wage increase and and all this stuff. What we don't hear a lot about. Um, is layoffs and, and kind of these big companies and what they do. Now I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get in some some hot water here uh, because recently Disney, as per usual, did a bunch of layoffs. And the thing is, they do this constantly. They do it like every year. And the re the thing is, I I understand that layoffs are kind of a part of the they're a part of any business. They're part of the professional world just as a whole. But what we don't hear about and what we don't talk about and again continue talking about minimum wage increase and stuff but we also need to open up this discussion what companies like disney disney is notorious for doing it what they do they take people that have had like 20 years of their career at that company and they're not laying them off because because they don't need them you know well and, and in a way they are doing it because they don't need them but it's not because they're doing anything wrong what they're simply doing is laying them off because they don't want to pay them that much anymore so they bring in another kid. And I know we've talked about, you know, you hear this on like on the news and stuff. It, it, it is talked about occasionally, but it needs to be talked about more. 
It simply does. You, you see people that are spending their entire career at a company like Disney, and then they're just they're just let go for no, because they don't want because that company doesn't want to pay them anymore, and it's absolutely preposterous. It's preposterous, and I understand it's it's not going to stop. I'm not expecting it to stop, but we need to keep that discussion moving because it's greed. It's greed. Disney's not hurting for money. They're, they're practically printing money. This damn Star Wars movie is going to come out, and it's probably going to be ridiculous, and they're going to make billions of dollars and stuff, but but they don't want to pay people like a decent wage. For those of you that aren't familiar, Disney is notorious for not paying a decent wage. I spent a lot of time there. Eight years. Eight years I spent there. Uh, and they just never paid good wages. Now, I'd spent enough time there where I was making decent money, uh, but then when I got out into the other, you know, looking at the other studios and stuff, I went, oh, my God. Really, it really was not the amount of money I should have been making. Um, and then on top of that, they let people go. So I, we're, I want to get that discussion moving because th- that to me is just as bad as the as the minimum wage not being at a, at an appropriate level. Because someone spends their entire career, they've built their entire career like twenty, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty years, building toward that, and then they're let go just because there's somebody that will do it for a little less money. That's really what it comes down to. Um, so if you're one of the, one of my many friends um, that in the past has been laid off from Disney or from other studios, uh, we're, we're here for you. The wall's got your back. Go tell it to the wall is gonna. Con- we're gonna continue talking about this because it's it's ridiculous. Um, and again, I realize it's the nature of the business, but then just nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about it. We don't hear about it. It's not on the news how greedy th- these companies are. It's it's simply greed. It's greed. They want to make the t- it, they want to make the, the top the upper management wants more money, and so they got to get rid of these people that are making a decent wage to to bring in some kid that's making a much less than a decent wage, um, and it's ridiculous. So we're gonna keep that going. I I want to continue talking about that. Let me know what you guys think out there, especially if you've had these kind of experiences. Uh, post it on the Facebook page if if you don't want to post it, just hit me up. You can message me on uh, Facebook.com/slash Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, and, and other people won't see it, but I, I would just like to get your feedback and, and what everyone thinks about this and hear a little bit about, bit about your experiences. Uh, like I said, I've been there. I've been, I was laid off as well. Personally, it was a great thing for me. Uh, but I know a lot of people that it wasn't a great thing for that have been at these big companies for years, their entire career spent at these, these big companies. Um, and, and then event, and then one day they just have nothing to show for it because the company's greedy because they're extremely greedy. And let's just stop it. I'm calling you out, Disney. I'm done playing nice on that um, because it's ridiculous. Stop being so damn greedy. Moving along. Again, let me know. Let me know what you guys think about that. But we're going to move along. A little music news. Um, it's funny. We got a couple things here. I was, again, scrolling through, I think it was either Facebook or Twitter, and someone had posted, there's a band called Against Me. Um, personally, I've listened to them. I, I don't stay up up on their current stuff as much as I do like a lot of other bands. I know I've mentioned previous episodes. I've been listening to a lot of Green Day lately. They have a new album out, Revolution Radio. I've always thoroughly enjoyed Green Day. Uh, but against me, I, I've been kind of behind on keeping up with them. But I just just realized the other day as I was scrolling through that their singer is actually um, transgender. Was a man, and, is, and I'm not sure how far along uh, she is in the transformation, but in the process of becoming a woman, maybe fully there. Um, and it was just amazing to me that, that this, it, and it, it's kind of twofold. I thought it was great that there was no uproar 
from, and I hate the word conservatives, but from kind of that side of things that tend to fight things like being able to use a bathroom that you identify with because you feel comfortable, you know, silly things. Um, so I thought it was great that there was no big uproar over this. Um, and, and it's just, it, it's double great because we're finally hitting a point, you know, uh, uh, Bruce Jenner, who then transitioned to Caitlyn Jenner, it was like this huge news and everything else. And we all thought like, you know, she was fantastic and stuff. And though, even though she had probably the easiest path possible because she had so much support, uh, whereas, you know, a kid down in Texas, um, and I no nothing against like Texas or the South or anything like that. But I know when it comes to those things, certain areas of the South and really even California, um, it's just it's hard for me to see because I'm in Los Angeles. Uh, so like a Caitlyn Jenner in Los Angeles who's famous and has all the support and everything else, like, you know, getting awards and stuff, it's a little easier for her than it is for like a kid, you know, in the Midwest and really super ultra Christian town, wherever that might be. I, I don't mean to pick on the South or anything, because I know, like, there's, it doesn't mean just because you're in the South that you're, you're less tolerant of those things, but just any town uh, that's less tolerant, that's where it becomes more difficult for anyone, you know. Um, so I thought it was fantastic that this was, wasn't huge news. I thought it was interesting, um, and in fact, like I said, it wasn't up on, like, the newest against me, and it, so I was like, Oh, and my first thought was like, oh, did did the voice change? You know, the singing. Like, I I thought it was cool that you know it didn't make new like crazy news because honestly, like people need to be who they want to be. Uh, I I think it was great that he decided you know this was his identity and and uh, you know started transitioning into a woman uh, and maybe fully is there. I had haven't read a bunch on it, um, but it was interesting because I listened to some of the newer stuff. I jumped on the YouTube and and kind of checked out some of this newer against me music. Um, and he, it, she sounds the same, which was amazing. I, you know, I, just, I was like, do your thing. And if you haven't listened to Against Me and you're into that kind of that hard pop punk, um, it, it's very, it, it's very, it would very much be up your alley. Um, I highly recommend it if you listen to that kind of. It, it's it's like a little more rancidy, I would say, than like a Blink. You know, it's a little kind of harder hitting, but it's still very much pop punk. Uh, they had a song, a hit song a couple years ago called I Was a Teenage Anarchist, which I very much related to because I was a little punk teenager um, who thought anarchy was a fantastic thing for a little while until I realized, like, oh, we can't live. We, we can't live like that. Uh, but, you know, part of me was like, this is awesome, and just because of the lyrics. But then, of course, the music was fantastic as well. I have a couple of their albums. So if you're into that kind of stuff, check out Against Me. Um, I, again, I just thought it was cool that that this wasn't a huge news story. You know, I mean, it should be known. It's not like, oh, I don't think they were trying to hide it, but it wasn't like a big thing. It was we were kind of graduating to that point where, okay, that you be you, do you. You know, again, I know I just I railed against style and like these challenges and stuff. If it's you, it's you. My opinion really doesn't matter. Nobody gives a damn about my opinion. You know, my wife doesn't even care about my opinion. So why should you? Uh, but I'm still going to rant and rave just because it's fun. And hopefully you're laughing a little. Hopefully you're or thinking or maybe you're going to go check out against me. Uh, which brings me to the next point. I mentioned Cloudside on the last podcast episode. Their single had just come out when the last episode went live. Uh, so I hope you've all checked that out. They are on Facebook. I've, I've shared the Facebook link on the Facebook page. Um, but just search Cloudside Band. They're a band out of San Diego. Good close personal friend of mine, Jeffrey Jackson, is the lead singer. Um, and an update, they're currently working on their full-length album. Um, I, I 
for those of you in the music industry, you know, these things can take forever um, or they can be quick. So you never know, but they are working on a full length album. Uh, so especially if you did enjoy that single, which you should, it's fantastic. It is absolutely fantastic. Uh, I'm, I'm very much enjoying um, their music. Uh, they will have full full length album coming out soon. So check them out. Cloudside. Um, they're a good one. And another thing I was reminded of music wise, this has happened to me twice now. I'm a big Queen fan. I think I've mentioned that on previous episodes. Very much enjoy Queen. I was actually listening to some Queen before I came into the studio today. I had a kind of high anxiety day. I was out like doing yard work and a bunch of stuff, and I was like, I gotta go record, and I'm prepping my show. And not that I do a lot of prep, you know. Let's be honest. You can probably tell from listening. There's not a lot of prep going into this damn thing. Uh, but you know, I do a little bit of preparation. It, you know, a little bit here and there. Um, and I was reminded, because this happened to me twice now, uh, I was out a few weeks ago, uh, we'd bought a new family-friendly car, we traded in my wife's uh, two-door bug uh, for a, a Subaru Crosstrek, which I highly recommend if you know, you're in the market for a car. I, I Ever since we got that, I've realized I will never buy another car that's not all-wheel drive, because it's just fantastic to drive. Uh, so when we first got it, you know, I went out for a little drive, I think I was running a couple errands, and, and I'm kind of old school. You know, I, I know phones and stuff connect to cars and everything, and I've got music on my phone, obviously, got podcasts and all that stuff. Sometimes I just want to listen to the radio. I want to flip through channels and stuff. So here I am, you know, out for a little drive. I'm flipping through channels, and I'm like, ah, give me, you know, give me a good little song to listen to here as, as I'm driving around. Um, and sure enough, I'm flipping through, and I hear the beginning of Bohemian Rhapsody. You know, for those of you not familiar, uh, it's a Queen song called Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, if you've seen Wayne's World, not the second monstrosity, but the original Wayne's World um, with with uh, Mike Myers and, and Dana Carvey. It's the song that they're all like lip syncing to in the car at the very beginning of the movie. You you all know it, uh, unless you've been living under a rock for your entire life. You you you've heard the song even if you don't recognize the title. So I'm like, sweet, love it, and it gets into the song a little, and I'm like, wait a minute, this sounds funky. Uh, and, you know, in, in new cars these days, they actually show you, like, when you're on a radio station, shows you the, the, the song title and the, and the artist. I look down, and it says Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, but then under that, it says, instead of Queen, Panic at the Disco, which is a kind of crappy pop-punk band. And I say crappy, I, you know, I, I call Blink a crappy pop-punk band. You know, it's just, it, it's more affectionate. I actually do enjoy some Panic at the Disco songs. Uh, but this was not one of those times. Not one of those times. And I was really just completely teased. And then it happened again the other day. I was driving around with, with my wife, and, and we had Zoe in the back seat. Um, and it goes on. And, I'm, and it was funny because just before that, I was like, you know what? I'm done with radio. We're, we, I, you're not, you don't get a lot of good music. You know, I'm listening to mostly commercials and stuff. And, and, and then maybe a good song comes on. And the chances of that are very slim. So sure enough, Bohemian Rhapsody comes on. And I'm like, sweet. Look down. Sure enough, Panic at the Disco. Like I said, I like I, I like some of their songs, and I'm all for remakes, mashups. Um, I'm into a lot of mashups and stuff. In fact, I'm, I plan on talking about some of those in the next couple episodes. We're, there's just not enough time. We can't we can't talk much more music today. Uh, but you know, if you're gonna do a remake, like at least do something interesting. And this was essentially the same exact song except with a crappier singer. That's what it was. It was, a crap, it was the same song with a crappy singer. So, Panic at the Disco, don't, don't. Just, just stop. Don't, don't make an atrocity out of a just fantastically classic song. Um, like I said, I'm all for remakes and tributes and stuff, but 
that that's not the time. So stop. If you haven't heard it, don't bother. It's junk. And you know, I I, I urge you to change the radio station if it somehow comes on because it's just gonna it's gonna kind of tease you. Um, and then I mean, in a way, it kind of makes you appreciate Queen more. Uh, but it's still a terrible song. So we just we need to nip that in the bud. Stop it. Um, so of course, in talking music, you know, I'm I'm lifting up against me and Cloudside, so I, I had to had to rail against something there, and that happened to be Panic at the Disco. All right, we're moving along. I'm I, I can't believe we're I'm, I'm already getting short on time. We might have to cut some stuff. You know, this is this is crazy. Um, one thing I one thing I found interesting on, on the tech side today. You know, and and I've talked about it before, and I've said if you have a Galaxy Note 7, go turn the damn thing in. You shouldn't have it. You're walking around with a damn bomb in your pocket, and that's enough. Uh, but I found an interesting article today, and basically some engineers had either reverse engineered or taken apart a phone, done, done their due diligence and some research and stuff. I'm not an engineer. I don't understand technical stuff. Um, that's what Google's for, for me. You know, I really appreciate anyone that fully understands that stuff. That's It's just not me. Um, and, and they came to find that it wasn't just a battery issue. Um, essentially, Samsung, who made the Galaxy Note 7, was kind of pushing the boundaries of the battery and kind of the tech. And what happened was they rushed it to market without it being fully safe. Now, not to say they knew that it was going to explode, but they really just rushed out there without knowing that this was fully safe. And now, I know this happens a lot of times. We all joke, you know, when a new piece of hardware comes out, especially, like, computers and stuff, um, and especially on the Microsoft side. Like, I love Microsoft computers, but we all know this happens. When a new Windows comes out, it's bug, bugs, bugs, bugs. Uh, The difference is bugs are one thing. You know, it doesn't explode. But here's Samsung, who, 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 we're all, you know, all these companies are constantly rushing to get things to market to beat another company. Um... But this really begs the question of, is it worth it? You know, this isn't wasn't like some bugs or wasn't like, oh, we'll kind of work that out with some software updates. This was a, a phone that catches fire and could hurt people. Um, and I just, I, it's hard for me to comprehend that balance. Like, is it that important to get something to the market to beat another company if, if you're literally putting people's lives in danger? And from the financial side, they ended up losing a lot of money. Samsung lost a lot of money simply because they were trying to push a phone out that wasn't ready to be out in the market. You know, they're pushing boundaries. It wasn't ready to be out there. And it just really got me thinking, is it worth it? Where's that fine line? You know, and, and granted, I know there's like product testing and stuff. I actually did some work with UL uh, years and years ago. If you're not familiar with UL, look at look at like an, a tag on any piece of electronics. Uh, it's Underwriters Laboratories. They're actually pretty awesome. I, I, they're still out of Chicago. They were out of Chicago at one time. I believe they still are. Uh, where they And they do product safety testing. Like, and this, I remember when I first met these people and, and, and saw some videos and stuff, I was like, that is like a dream job. Cause they're essentially like lighting refrigerators on fire or like pieces of electronics and smashing them and, you know, putting them through safety tests. So I realized the note seven probably had some safety testing, but there is that fine line of like who decided that, you know, we're going to push the boundaries and it's okay to let it out there again. I'm sure they didn't think it would explode, but we need some accountability here. You know, it's not that important to beat another company to market or to have the new cool thing um, if it's going to put people's lives in danger. So just be smart, you know, be smart, Samsung and other companies, because I'm sure other companies are doing the same type of thing, um, you know, and, and it's just it's just simply not worth it, simply not worth it. Um, so one more thing on tech. I'm going to tease it because we're getting short on time and I've got a little bit of sports ball to get into. Don't go anywhere. Those of you that hate the sports ball, because you're going to like these these topics. Um 
Samsung actually just, um, and see, I'm talking to Samsung. Uh, hopefully these don't explode, but they just applied for a new patent, and I believe they got it um, on the Samsung Gear. I know I've talked about the Samsung Gear in the past. We've, I'm still playing with it. You know, we'll probably have some more updates on kind of thoughts and everything else and new stuff that's coming out. Uh, but they've got a new patent on some tech that goes into these headsets that has a few different things, one of them being positional tracking, another eye tracking and face mapping um, that hasn't existed in these Samsung Gears in, in the past, and, and now it will. They're obviously still working on it. And then it's going to work with an external camera. Um, so it's just amazing to me that we are getting you know to these places that we used to see in movies in the 80s and 90s where VR is within homes and stuff, um, and I just find it interesting. Again, it's Samsung that's doing it, so hopefully they don't rush it to market and it explodes on your face. Um, but we'll hopefully talk about that a little more in the next uh, next couple episodes. So that, that's it for tech. So much rant. I feel like there's a lot of ranting. It, it wasn't intended to be that way. It just wasn't. Maybe it's because I'm exhausted. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because the world is ridiculous. I, I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? Either way, I hope you guys are enjoying it and having fun. Uh, we're going to move on to a little sports ball. Yes, sports ball. We've there hasn't been a lot the past couple episodes, um, and that's not on purpose. I know a lot. There's a lot of listeners out there who don't care for sports ball, but like I said, it's all topical stuff. Uh, one thing I found interesting that I was reading about to, just today, actually, uh, is, is we all know we just had an Olympics this past summer, uh, the Rio Olympics. They were in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, and apparently now three months after the Olympics, Rio is like completely broke. And if you're interested in this, because I find it interesting and I I don't get into the minutia of it, um, this happens a lot with Olympic cities, you know, cities, states, and countries where they build all this infrastructure and then it either gets abandoned or they end up actually losing money. Um, So we need to kind of stop with it's such an honor to have the Olympics and everything and blah, 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 blah. Nobody, you know, if if it's going to cost the country, basically Rio wasn't doing well to begin with. And now they're, now they're even worse off. In fact, I, in, I was reading today that no one that worked on these Olympic venues or in, in any capacity with the Olympics has even been paid yet. They're actually not getting paid until December 5th, um, which is in a couple days. It's coming up. It might be tomorrow. I, I See, dates all just meld together for me. Uh, it was actually my, my daughter's original due date. She decided to throw up, show up uh, three and a half weeks early. Um, but we're talking almost four months after the, the Olympics, and these people haven't been paid. So we need to just stop with the honor of uh, it's such a great honor to have the Olympics and everything else. And then you have the IOC. These guys make money hand over fist, but they're not putting any money into the actual Olympics. They just sit sit up there in their ivory tower and they're like, you may have the Olympics this year. You may have the Olympics that year. And like, that's what they do. And then they take everyone's money and then they come into these cities, these states and these countries and they, they ravage the economy and then they leave. And then this is what's happening. People in Rio are, are starving. There's disease uh, and people just weren't paid for working. And it's not getting, it's not getting enough coverage. Um, so if you're interested, check it out. I'll probably post some stuff on the, uh, on the Facebook page. Um, another part of it with Rio that I was reading is they actually give too many tax breaks to corporations, um, which I don't want to get, again, I'm, I'm not going to get into like politics or the, you know, the minuscule elements of, of everything that goes into that, but you know, they probably need to be a little smarter in the first place. Uh, but we need to just kind of stop with, with the Olympic thing. Um, I, LA has a bid for it, uh, in, in like 2024, whatever, one of the ones coming up. I hope we don't get it. I just, I hope we don't because, it's, it's just going to be a hassle, you know? I think the, the IOC should pay for their own goddamn 
Olympics um, because they're the ones making money off of it. These countries aren't making money. You know, athletes are making money, and those athletes are being paid by their country. The IOC is not even paying them. The IOC is just collecting money and then paying the people that work for the. If you don't know what the IOC is, the International Olympic Committee. Um, they're the ones that choose who gets the Olympics and all this other stuff sitting up there in their ivory tower. Uh, so we need to stop it. And don't get me wrong, I freaking love the Olympics. I am obsessed with the Olympics. But if we just calm it down, put it in places where venues exist and they don't have to spend a bunch of money on infrastructure and these, you know, millions of dollars on an opening ceremony and everything else, you know, um, then let's just calm it down on the Olympics because poor Rio uh, was already having problems to begin with and it's just getting worse. It's just gotten worse. Um, Again, if you're interested, check it out. There, there's lots of stuff flying around. You don't see a lot of it on the mainstream news, but um, but it but it's happening. Uh, so moving along on sports ball, another thing that happened just today, actually, uh, the, the Los Angeles Rams. They moved here from St. Louis this season. If you're not familiar with them, they have an absolutely atrocious coach. His name's Jeff Fisher. He's been coaching for 20-plus years, and in those 20 years, he's actually had six winning seasons. Now, winning season means you win more games than you lose, which it's kind of, you know, you kind of want to do that. That's kind of part of the game. Um, and out of 20 years, he's only had six of these. Now, any other coach that's been in the NFL, really any sport, if, if they had a resume like that, they would they would not be coaching. But for some reason, this guy, Jeff Fisher, today was given a two-year extension on his contract for the Rams. Two-year extension. He can't win to save his life. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Um, and as my cousin affectionately said, cousin Adam affectionately said today, he's probably got photos of someone, and maybe he does. Uh, so maybe I need to get some photos of someone so that I can just get millions of dollars a year for being terrible at my job, because that would be fantastic. I'd love to just be terrible at my job and get paid millions of dollars and be under contract and then be given more money. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then on the other side, and you, you know, you can't, Jeff Fisher needs to know that he's doing, I'm sure he's sitting there like just in disbelief, like I'm doing such a terrible job. Why do they keep giving me money? You know? And on the other side of things, there's a coach up in Oregon, University of Oregon, you know, college football coach. His name is Mark Helfridge. Uh, and if, if you don't follow college football at all, they had a, they, they're a pretty, pretty well-known program. Uh, Nike sinks a lot of money into to all the sporting programs up there in, in, in Oregon, University of Oregon, because that's where Phil Knight went, went to school. Uh, that's uh, uh, Coach... Uh, Oh my gosh, Coach Bauman, uh, who actually invented the first Nikes. They started Nike together. They get a lot of money flowing in there. They had a really terrible season this year, and Mark Helfrich kind of knew he was getting fired. He did officially get fired a couple days ago. Uh, but I read an article, and I found it interesting. He actually reached out. There, there's an NFL coach named Chip Kelly. He, he coaches the San Francisco 49ers. Most of, even if you don't follow sports, you know who the San Francisco 49ers are, Joe Montana, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he, he, he was one at one time the coach of Oregon, uh, moved on to coaching the NFL. And what happened was Mark Helfrich actually reached out to Chip Kelly to try to urge him to come back to Oregon. And he'd say, what? He, he knew he was going to get fired, so he's trying to get his replacement in there. Um, and that was my thought, too. And as I was reading through, I realized, because most of you, even if you are familiar with sports, you're not familiar with kind of the coaching carousel, especially in college football, really in college in the NFL, any, any sport, when, when a new head coach comes in, the new head guy, they tend to kind of hire their own assistants and everything. Um, so especially in college football, when a new guy comes in, it, it's not just the head coach losing his job. All these assistant coaches and, and managers and stuff are going to lose their jobs as well. Um, and the reason that Helfrich reached out to Chip Kelly was he co – Helfrich coached under Chip Kelly, was elevated to head coach. So he kept most of Chip Kelly's coaching staff. 
Um, and essentially what he was trying to do was save the jobs of, of his coaching staff because he knew if Chip Kelly came back uh, that a lot of those coaches would keep their jobs, which I thought was just fantastic. You know, because he's not just looking at you. You got this Jeff Fisher out there who's just collecting money for being a dumbass. Um, and then you got Mark Helfrich who, and this needs some more exposure. Because even if you're not a sports ball fan, you can appreciate that. He's just, he's trying to save jobs for these guys that worked with him. And I just, I had, I, I applaud Mark Helfrich. I mean, just talk about integrity. Knowing he's going to lose his job. He's going to be jobless. Uh, but in the process of him becoming jobless, he's trying to save the jobs of, of his staff. And I thought that was just fantastic. Uh, so I applaud you, Mark Helfrich. I hope you get a new job somewhere else just because, you know, and I'm not familiar with how great of a coach he is, uh, but he just he very much seems like a stand-up guy to me. And, and just to not, not just put himself first, which, as we've talked about earlier in this podcast, a lot of companies and people do. Um, looking at you, Disney, putting yourself first ahead of people and then pretending like you, like you fucking care about people. Come on, that's enough. It's ridiculous. One more thing on sports. I thought it was interesting. Steve Kerr, a uh, little basketball. I don't watch basketball at all, but Steve Kerr is the coach of the Golden State Warriors. You probably are familiar with them. Even if you don't watch sports, they, they won a championship two years ago. They lost a championship to Cleveland uh, last year. He actually He's had some back problems, had a couple back surgeries um, over the past couple of years. Missed a lot, missed a bunch of games last year because he was recovering from back surgeries. Found out today that he actually tried, tried medical marijuana um, for his back pain. Now, he said he didn't, he, it didn't work for him, didn't agree with him. I don't know specifically if, you know, wh- what that might have been. Uh, but I, there was a couple interesting quotes. Um, he, he, he said it didn't agree with him, but he could see how, especially in like the NFL, um, how players could use it for pain. And the, the quote that I, the two, well, two quotes, but the one I found most interesting um, was he said, and I touched on this last last episode, um, that in the NFL, and I'm sure in a lot of other sports, they give out Vicodin like vitamin C. Vicodin. It's really not good for you. You know, obviously, sometimes you need to take it, uh, but they give out Vicodin like it's vitamin C, but yet you cannot smoke medical marijuana. And now keep in mind, a lot of these teams play in states where not only medical marijuana is legal, but now recreational marijuana. They can't touch that stuff because they're drug tested for it. But they will hand them a bottle of Vicodin like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. And it's so much worse for your liver. Just so much worse. Um, and and he, the other quote was he was saying we need to look past the perception because it is a weird perception. You see this kind of like, you know, and, and like I've said in the past, I am a big proponent of mer- medical marijuana. I think it can be very useful. Um, I know some. I know someone personally who, who has dealt with cancer and chemo and, and has had great benefits from it. Um, I know people that deal with mental health issues that have great have had great benefits from it, um, and and there's there's plenty of those out there. Where and granted, you know it, it is looking past the perception of like these kind of dirty hippies that that smoke marijuana and 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 eat food and, and play video games all day, and it's like no 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 no, you know I, yes th- those exist too, uh, but you have people out there that are abusing Vicodin and doing that, that are abusing alcohol and doing those same things. Um, and a lot of those things are worse for you than marijuana, you know, and I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to, you know, we're not going to get into it, but it's, it's just ridiculous to me. And I'm glad to see, um, more people coming out in defense of it and, and being a proponent, you know, because even, even if we don't think that it should be out there all over the place, um, it's still something that needs to be discussed. And even, you know, if you think it's bad, you, you can't think marijuana is bad and, and think alcohol is okay. Those just don't, I mean, common sense, those don't go hand in hand. If you think marijuana is bad, alcohol is bad. 
that's just the bottom line. That's just the bottom line. Um, and the, and there there are proven medical benefits to marijuana, where there as there are no medical benefits to uh, to alcohol. There just, there aren't. There's no benefits. I mean, grant you know I don't think we need to stop drinking alcohol. I'm drinking a beer right now. I I enjoy having a nice beer. I've I've recently learned to enjoy wine. I've always been a bit of a whiskey and bourbon drinker, um, but I'm not expecting any medical benefits from it. You know, there are proven medical benefits from medical marijuana. That's just a fact of the matter. Yet, we pump our athletes full of things like Vicodin. And I've been there. I was a high school athlete. Vicodin was very, very, very easy to get. That was just a fact of the matter. It was no problem to get it. And and it's just, it's not good for you. And maybe you do, maybe you do need, I'm not saying we get rid of Vicodin. And I'm not saying everyone needs medical marijuana. But we need to discuss it. It needs to be more of a discussion. And not and people need to not be as close-minded as they are, you know, especially the damn archdiocese of, of Boston or wherever the hell that was. I put it out of my head because it's just ridiculous. Um, so, again, I applaud Steve Kerr. I'm glad he came out and talked a little bit about it. Um, apparently, they do drug t- because every every professional sport, they drug test. Uh, and I think all of them, mar- uh, marijuana falls into that category. Like, if you are if you test positive for marijuana, you get whatever the, you know, suspended or fined, whatever it might be, depending on the sport. Um, and, and I've actually coaches in the NBA can also be suspended or fined or whatever it is. They're, they're drug tested once a year. So Steve, probably he could have been, I can't help but laugh. He could have been suspended for smoking a little pot, uh, for his back pain. It's crazy. Ridiculous. So I applaud him for coming out and talking about it. Um, and let's just have the discussion. Maybe, maybe we have the discussion. We reach a point where no, mar- medical marijuana is a bad thing. Um, but I think it just needs to be discussed. You know, it does. That's enough sports ball. I told you it wasn't really going to be sports ball. I say sports ball too much. I, I'm, I've gotten that comment. Uh, so for those of you out there that have commented on my sports ball talking, uh, we're going to avoid talking too much sports ball because I know you all hate me saying sports ball so much. Uh, but, you know, sports ball is just kind of part of society. So we're, we are going to talk about a little sports ball here and there uh, just because I enjoy the sports ball. And sometimes there are sports ball stories that are interesting. And so sports ball. I'm such an ass. I'm, I know I can be a dick sometimes. Uh, so a couple things, a couple things, and we're gonna end it. Uh, I want to give a shout out for those of you out there. I know I've talked about it in the past. I'm a triathlete. Um, it, you know, when you have a family and everything else, it's it's hard to find time. Uh, but in becoming a triathlete, I found kind of a love uh, for road cycling. Uh, really, any kind of cycling, um, but I, I I really gravitated toward uh, t- toward road cycling. Thoroughly enjoy it. So if any of you out there are, are, are a saddle jockey, which some people call you know bike jockeys, it's you know ride a road bike, um, really any kind of bike, a fixie, whatever it might be. If you're a hipster and you ride a fixie around, you know more power to you. Um, check out a company called Diablo Diablo Wheelworks. That's Diablo Wheelworks. I'll share that page, their page on the Facebook page, uh, but you can Google them too. They actually, they're a brand new bike company. Um, they make their own wheels. Uh, they also do custom bikes. They work with a couple of custom bike companies. Um, so especially, I. I, I from my understanding, they ship all over the country, uh, but especially if you're in Los Angeles, um, check them out. If you're in need of a new bike or just bike repairs or, you know, custom wheels, whatever it might be, uh, Diablo Wheelworks. They're actually out of Palos Verdes, but, you know, if you contact them, I, I believe they will also come out to you, um, depending what you got going on and everything else. So check them out if, if you enjoy cycling like I do. Uh, it is a, a, a personal friend of mine uh, that works closely with the company. They're extremely talented. They're putting out great stuff. 
Uh, so check them out. Diablo Wheelworks. Just want to give them a quick shout out. All right. And one more thing before we end it. Um, I've been trying not to rant. And I've been trying not to be political. But as I, I was scrolling through the Facebook today, really right before I came into the show, and there, there's a little meme going around. And it was something about, um, you know, like this if you think we're getting an upgrade at, at, at First Lady. You know, meaning Michelle Obama compared to Melania Trump. And that's fine. If, if you think it's an upgrade, like, you know, I totally respect that. that that's your opinion. I'm not going to get into my opinions and stuff on it. But I was, I was looking through the comments. Um, and it, it was a little ridiculous. You know, some people were like, yeah, we're getting an upgrade. That's fine if that's what you think. But then there was a guy. I, don't, I didn't know who he was. You know, this was just I just happened to click on the comments. Um, and he had a nice little comment about upgrading. Uh, the, so essentially, Michelle Obama was on the left. Melania Trump was on the right. And he said, yes, we are getting an upgrade. We're getting rid of a gorilla in heels uh, for a classy lady. And again, if you if you know if you think Melania Trump is best, that that's fine. You're absolutely allowed to have that opinion, but don't be a racist asshole. Don't be a racist asshole. Who says that? A gorilla in heel? Like that is so racist. I couldn't believe it. It took all of my energy to not get into it with this this old guy. And I could tell from his picture, he's you know he's, he's older guy who just has has no respect for probably for women or for people of different races. Um, but it's completely unnecessary. That's, you know, again, if you think Melania is classier or whatever that is, um, you probably haven't done enough research and seen her nice little nude photos that are that are floating around because um, that, that, you know, that's just exuding class, if you ask me. Sure. Yeah. Exuding class. Um, let, you know, just just stop with the racism. You know, have have your opinion if you think she's better. Uh, but it was sickening. It was absolutely sickening. Just the blatant racism. It's one thing, you know, we say, oh, she is classier, you know, or I, I didn't really care for Michelle Obama, but it, don't use terms like gorilla and heels. That is so offensive. So offensive. And if you see someone saying, you know, you hear someone saying something like that, say, I'm not saying get into a fight with them, but just, you know, just, just don't, just correct them on their racism. It's, it's just race, racist and prejudice, and, and we don't need that in society. Um, we just simply don't. It, it, we don't need that. Um, and it, it just it just made me really kind of sick to my stomach. At the same time, it goes both ways. Again, I'm not trying to be political. Have your opinions and everything else. There was a video floating around I saw on the Facebook yesterday. And we're, and we got to end here because I'm running out of time. I can hear Zoe crying in the other room. I got, probably got to go change a diaper. Uh, but there was a video floating around as well. There was a guy sitting in, it, it looked like a common room of, of like an apartment building or, you know, artist lofts or something. Um, and, and it picked up like partway through. He was wearing a hashtag build the wall shirt. Now, personally, I don't agree with building a wall and everything else. If that's your opinion, that's fine. I have no problem with you. Um, and he was sitting there minding his own business. And this, this, there was a woman and a guy that came up and they started getting in his face. And like the guy was calling him a he was using some terms. I know I dropped an F-bomb earlier. I'm not going to use it. He's using some F-bomb terms and calling the guy an idiot and blah, blah, blah. And the guy's actually really calm about it. He's just like, can you please leave me alone? He's being very polite about it. Can you please leave me alone? You know? And, like, they're trying to engage with him, trying to get him fired up. And he's like, no, can you please just leave me alone? The woman standing there starts going off on this tirade about how he's uneducated and never been late in his life. Really? Just because he's wearing a hashtag build the wall shirt? And the guy's staying calm through all of it. So it goes both ways. You know, let's just calm the hell down. Now, it's one thing if he's trying to build a wall or being blatantly racist, you know, that that's one thing. 
But it, it, their reaction was so much worse than this guy just wearing a shirt. He was so calm. You know, and he's probably just wearing the damn shirt. He, you know, not even thinking he's inciting anything, and they're getting on him. Like, we don't need that in this world. We just don't. We can disagree. And it, it and I totally get it. Like, if you wanted to have it, and, and it's funny because the woman, either the woman or the guy was like, no, we're just trying to have a discussion with you. But they were, like, blatantly attacking him. It's one thing if you come up to the guy and you're like, hey, you know, do you really think we should build a wall? And have a discussion about it instead of just being a asshole, complete asshole. And hateful. It goes both ways. Just don't be hateful. Support who you like. I, I get it, you know. We all have opinions. But there's no reason to be hateful or vindictive or belligerent. And that's these two people were doing that. And this guy who's talking about Michelle Obama was doing that. Just stop. Please, please, please. Just stop. Let's all lift each other up. And if you, are, if you do want to disagree on something, have a real discussion instead of just getting in someone's face and yelling. Because you're not going to get anywhere like that. You're just not. I don't get anywhere yelling into this microphone. You know? But I have discussions with people, and that, that gets somewhere. I learn things. Maybe other people learn things. You know? Who knows? Maybe they w- would have learned something from that guy. Maybe we could teach that guy who, who used the term gorilla in heels how offensive that is. Chances are he doesn't realize how offensive that is. Chances are that guy and that, that woman d- didn't think they were being offensive. But the bottom line is all of them involved were being offensive doesn't matter what side you're on. Just lift each other up. We don't need that. And if, if you want to disagree, just have a damn discussion instead of getting in someone's face. Because that you're not going to get anywhere like that. You're not. I'm willing to bet the guy with the hashtag build the wall shirt probably would have had a, a little discussion with him. But since they got in his face and started calling him uneducated and said he never get, he's never been laid because he's wearing a shirt and t-shirt? I'm sure he's been laid. It's not that hard to get laid. You know, come on. It's just like, let's be realistic. Anyway, that's it. I, you know, I'm sorry for ending on a rant there, but let's all just let let's be nice to each other. Be kind, for God's sake. Just be be, be kind. Be considerate. You know, everybody's different out there. Everyone has different opinions, but we've all got to get th- through this thing called life together. Um, and and hopefully we can all use a little common sense because we all need a little more common sense in the world. And just respect. Let's just respect each other. Um, those are those are very much pillars of, of this podcast of Go Tell It to the Wall is respect and compassion. And we're going to continue to build off of that, all of it while using common sense. So that's about it. We're out of time. I've got to go change some diapers as per usual. Don't forget, uh, check out check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. This episode, along with all other episodes, are up on Podomatic. Uh, we have a new page on Podomatic, actually, if, if that's where you consume the episodes. Um, additionally, it is up on iTunes and Google Play. Thank you to everyone out there who has reviewed it on iTunes. We currently have a five-star rating. That's right. Uh, I know a lot of that is inflated because of friends of mine that are giving me good ratings. Uh, but we're going to still call it a five-star rating. So please continue consuming it. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Listen. Or don't listen. Still tell your friends. Tell your friends how great it is. Tell your friends how terrible it is. Tell your, you know, or just subscribe and download so I can get some extra, you know, boost on my numbers. I'm just kidding. You should at least check it out a little bit. Uh, we, we, we do get a lot of good feedback, you know, um, and then we get some bad feedback. Uh, I love it all. I love it all. Send it to me. I, I, I want this to kind of be an open discussion. We're going to get some guests in here. We're going to have a little crossover, hopefully with peas in a podcast very soon. Um, as well as some other guests while we talk a little Burning Man, uh, probably a little more tech, uh, definitely some more sports ball from the social side of things, you know, because sports ball. 
Um, and that's about it. That's right. Thank you all for joining me. I know it's it's been a long episode, uh, but I enjoy sitting here and talking to nobody and then posting this and, and getting all your opinions. Uh, again, this is Go Tell It to the Wall, episode seven, lucky number seven. I am your host, Sean O'Rourke. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, we love all of you wall fans out there. Keep it coming. Keep us going. Keep us moving. Uh, and always, always, always remember, use common sense.